U.S. says it will begin training Ukraine on Abrams tanks within weeks. Helene Cooper Jeffrey Get Lehman John Yoon Stephen Erlanger Justin Jones Eric Nagurney The arrival of Abrams tanks would be a major step in arming Ukraine. Ramstein Air Base, Germany, Ukrainian troops will begin training on American M1 Abrams tanks in Germany in the next few weeks, U.S. defense officials say, in what would be a major step in arming Kiev in its efforts to seize back territory from Russia. Defense Secretary Lloyd J. Austin III was expected to make the announcement on Friday morning during a meeting with allies at Ramstein Air Base. Defense officials said that about 31 tanks were expected to arrive in Germany to kick off a training program for Ukrainian troops that is expected to take 10 weeks. The tanks could reach the battlefields in Ukraine by the fall, said the officials, who spoke on the condition of anonymity to discuss security matters. That is a vastly accelerated timetable from what the Pentagon had initially projected, and officials said it meant that Abrams tanks could get to Ukraine in time to play a part in the counteroffensive that Ukraine is expected to launch soon. The counteroffensive is expected to begin in weeks, and the Abrams tanks could arrive in time to help Ukrainian troops hold reclaimed territory, one of the officials said. Defense officials had initially said that the M1 Abrams tanks would not arrive in Ukraine until next year. But since January, when the Biden administration announced that it would send the tanks, senior defense officials have said that they wanted to speed up the timeline. Mr. Austin, during remarks on Friday at U.S.-led talks with top defense officials from more than 40 nations, a collective known as the Ukraine Contact Group, said that the continued deliveries of weapons systems and ammunition and tanks to Kiev underscored just how badly the Kremlin miscalculated. Putin thought that he could easily topple Kiev's democratically elected government, Mr. Austin told the defense ministers assembled in a cavernous room in the officers' club at Ramstein, referring to President Vladimir V. Putin of Russia. He thought that the wider world would let him get away with it. Mr. Austin's trip to Europe, he arrived in Germany on Thursday after meetings with top officials in Sweden, has been overshadowed by the investigation of the leak of hundreds of top-secret national security documents said to have been carried out by a 21-year-old National Guard airman in Massachusetts. Many of the documents relate to the war in Ukraine. The State of the War Buying into Russian Propaganda a year into the war, some people in eastern Ukrainians still confound officials and the police, with their support for Moscow despite the constant bombardment from Russian forces. NATO With Finland now officially in the fold of the organization, the Biden administration is turning its attention to Sweden, another long neutral nation that now wants to join the military alliance. A Common Front the foreign ministers of the Group of Seven Nations closed a three-day meeting in Japan with a forceful statement of unity against new assertiveness by both Russia and China. Evan Gershkovich The Wall Street Journal reporter, who was arrested in Russia on suspicion of espionage, declared his innocence at a hearing in Moscow in his first public appearance since his detention. The judge denied Gershkovich's appeal to lift his pretrial detention. Three people are injured after Russia says it accidentally bombs its own city. A Russian warplane accidentally dropped a bomb on one of its own cities, the Russian defense ministry said on Friday. The blast wounded three people and spread panic in a major city along the border with Ukraine. 
Reports first came in on Thursday night that an explosion had ripped through central Belgorod, a southern Russian city of 400,000 just across the border with Ukraine. Widely circulated video footage showed a burst of smoke and flames near an intersection that cars were passing through, sending one parked vehicle twirling through the air. Suspicion initially fell on Ukraine. Since the beginning of the war last year, the Russian authorities have blamed Kyiv for a string of covert attacks on railway bridges and other strategic targets in Belgorod. The attacks have put Belgorod on edge. Some residents have said that they're worried the Ukrainians might even invade. But on Friday morning, the Russian Defense Ministry released a statement saying that the explosion was caused by an accidental discharge of aviation ammunition by a Russian fighter jet flying over Belgorod at around 10 p.m. on Thursday. The jet was identified as an Su-34, considered one of the most advanced Russian aircraft. Vyacheslav Gladkov, the governor of the Belgorod region, said that three people had been injured, including one who suffered a concussion. The blast shook a nearby apartment building so badly that local authorities decided to evacuate it. Thank God no one died, Mr. Gladkov said in a video posted on the Telegram social messaging app. The defense ministry said the incident was under investigation. Boris Rosin, a pro-Russian military analyst and blogger, suggested in a post on Telegram that the accident could have been the result of a malfunction in a GPS guidance kit attached to ammunition carried by the Su-34. Ukrainian officials and military analysts say that Moscow is using the kits in an effort to turn unguided munitions into cheap substitutes for precision aerial weapons. The kits are still raw and can easily malfunction, possibly leading to accidents like the one in Belgorod, Mr. Rosin wrote. Ivan Nechipurenko and Jeffrey Gettleman Advertisement Ukrainian officials express frustration at the pace of weapons deliveries. President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine says he has asked NATO's secretary-general to help overcome the reluctance of some Ukrainian allies to provide long-range weapons and more modern aircraft and artillery. Delay with appropriate decisions is time lost for peace and the lives of our soldiers, who have not yet received the vitally necessary number of defense means, Mr. Zelensky said during a joint news conference with the alliance's secretary-general, Jens Stoltenberg, in Kiev on Thursday. Mr. Zelensky has repeatedly expressed frustration with the pace of weapons deliveries from Western allies. He spoke on the eve of a meeting of defense and military officials from more than 40 countries supporting Ukraine in the war against Russia, a gathering known as the Ukraine Defense Contact Group. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd J. Austin III told the gathering on Friday that the members of the group had together provided more than $55 billion in security assistance to Ukraine. Our support has not wavered, Mr. Austin said. And I'm proud of the progress that we have made together. Ukraine's Prosecutor General, Andriy Kostin, emphasized the urgency of new weapons deliveries this week during a visit to the United States, where he testified at a House panel's hearing on Russian wartime atrocities. Appearing on CNN on Wednesday evening, Mr. Kostin pushed back on the idea that Ukraine had what it needed on the battlefield. I don't think that anyone in Ukraine can say that we're receiving everything we need, Mr. Kostin said, adding, we need more and we need it quicker. Before Friday's meeting of the contact group, several nations announced new aid packages for Ukraine. Denmark and the Netherlands said on Thursday that they would buy 14 Leopard 2 tanks for Ukraine to be delivered next year.
Estonia also said it would provide 155mm artillery shells, which Ukraine says it desperately needs, as part of a European Union effort to deliver more munitions. The $325 million weapons package the United States announced on Wednesday will include more than 9 million rounds of small arms munitions, as well as anti-tank mines. Mr. Stoltenberg said during his visit to Kiev that Shocked by Russian atrocities, NATO is becoming the war-fighting alliance it was during the Cold War. Advertisement. The image of a dying pregnant woman in Mariupol is honored as photo of the year. With needs so great in Ukraine after a year of war, some amputees are finding their way to a clinic in Minnesota.